0: You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 145. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenbloom. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome, and if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, and I show you how to end that habit. This is where coaching meets psychology, which meets brain science, and this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Now let's get started with your coaching session. Here's what we're working on today. We're going to answer this question when it comes to food. Should you have just a little or none at all? Today we're going to talk about how to deal with food that you find challenging. We're going to use Gretchen Rubin's work, about being a moderator versus being an abstainer, having a little bit of something versus deciding to stay away from that food totally. And we're going to take a look at the qualities of each one, both moderators and abstainers. The goal is not to force yourself to do one or the other, but to figure out what's more natural for you. And of course, We're going to take into account which one gives you the results that you want. In the Freedom Group, which is where I work with my members, I get asked all the time about desserts and treats and snacks and favorite foods, all different kinds. And the question usually is, should I give this up completely or can I just have a little bit? I work on this a lot, especially in the area of sugar and alcohol. So let's look at this today. Let's take a look at your starting point. Your starting point is where you are right now. Maybe you're not happy with your current weight, or it might be that your weight is okay, but you've got a lot of drama around what you eat. It's just not relaxed. It doesn't feel natural. So here are some truths. The truth is, if this is your struggle, you're eating more than your body needs, right? The truth is, you may not be paying attention to your physical hunger, either when you start eating or when you stop eating. But this is where we're going to start. You return to basics. In the beginning, paying attention to those hunger signals is more important than the type of food that you're eating. Then when you've mastered those basics, then we move into a discussion about what to eat. But when you've mastered the basics, when to start and when to stop, you will find that you might be afraid of certain foods. You might feel like you see them and you eat them and you just can't stop, or at least that's what you tell yourself. This might happen to you when you have a trigger food, something you don't feel in control of when it's around and when you're consuming it. So how do you know if you need to remove it entirely, abstain from it, and never eat it again, or just have a little? And remember in this topic of whether to have a little bit or none at all, it also could be something that you want to do or not do, not just what you eat. For example, it could be referring to wanting to stop having second portions after dinner, or wanting to not eat after a certain time. But let's think about it mostly with certain kinds of foods that you feel uncomfortable around. Today, here's a framework that's going to help you understand which is going to work better for you. To help you get the results that you want, where you're in control and the food is not in charge. And in explaining this to you and creating a way to look at this decision, I'm going to use Gretchen Rubin's concepts of moderators and abstainers. The book that contains these concepts is called Better Than Before. And here's what Gretchen says about having just a little of something or not having any at all. Gretchen says, you are a moderator if you find that occasional indulgence heightens your pleasure and strengthens your resolve. You are able to be a moderator if you get panicky at the thought of never getting or having or doing something ever again. On the other hand, maybe you see yourself as an abstainer, if you have trouble stopping something once you've started. Or maybe you see yourself as an abstainer because you're not tempted by things that you've already decided are off limits. There's no right way or wrong way, to quote Gretchen. It's just a matter of knowing which strategy works better for you. If moderators try to abstain, they feel trapped and rebellious. If abstainers try to be moderate, they spend a lot of precious energy justifying why they should go ahead and indulge. So, right now, today, let's look at both. Let's look at moderators first and let's think about what their characteristics are. If you identify with being a moderator, being able to eat things in moderation, you like the idea of freedom around your food choices. You like to think that you can eat anything in moderation. You want to enjoy indulgences sometimes. Here are some of the things you might be thinking if you identify yourself as somebody who could eat in moderation. See if you can relate to this. You might think as a moderator, just a taste is all I really need. Or you might think, a little just keeps me on track. Or maybe your thought is, I just don't want to live my life never having this thing. Why is it easier for you to be a moderator? If you relate to these thoughts, some of the reason it's easier is your thinking. Because if you think just a taste is all I need, then you feel peaceful about having that taste and that's it. There's no struggle. If you think, oh, I could just have a little bit and not feel deprived then you're going to feel satisfied with a little bit, and you won't be longing for more and more and more. If you're thinking, a little bit keeps me on track, that thought creates your resolve to keep your promise to yourself. If you think that you want this thing, this food in your life, and you know what your limit is, then this thought is going to create your ability to do this and just have a little bit and stop. So my first question is, is this you? Are you able to be a moderator? Think back to the last time you try to have just a little bit of something. Did it work? And what was your thought if it worked? What feeling did that thought create? All right, now let's have a look at abstainers. And see what their characteristics are and see if you could relate to this description. Abstainers who find it easier to have none at all, their thoughts might be if I have one bite, I just won't be able to stop. Or maybe they think if I taste this, I'll just be out of control. They might think I'd rather not have to decide every single time I eat. Or they might think it's just too much of a struggle for me to have a little bit. If you think, if I have one bite, I won't be able to stop, that thought is setting you up to feel helpless and victimized by a food. If you think, well, if I taste this, I'm going to be out of control. That thought gives all the power to the food that you're concerned about and you are disempowered. So, you will feel and act out of control. If you think, oh, I'd rather not have to decide each time I eat, that thinking is setting you up to find it easier to make one decision rather than hundreds. And so you're going to find it easier to just make a blanket decision to stay away from that food. And if you think, oh, it's too much of a struggle to just have a little bit of that food, then you're going to feel relieved to not have the struggle that you think about. And abstaining in those cases is going to be easier for you. Do you see how your thoughts determine which approach will be easier for you? If you relate to these thoughts, it might seem like it's easier for you to have none at all instead of just a little. Well, some of the reason for that is definitely your thinking. Some of it also is related to the actual qualities of the foods that you're deciding how to handle. So think about these different thoughts. What do you relate to most? Where do you fit in? After you've thought about whether you're easily an abstainer or more easily a moderator, then you need to try one approach or the other, make a decision and commit to it. You know yourself. Choose one, do it, and get feedback, and then see what appeals to you more. Look at your history. What do you know about yourself and your ability to see what you're doing and to look backwards at your thinking about it? What makes you feel out of control and what makes you feel in control? Remember that some of these feelings are going to be a result of your thinking, and some of them are a result of the physical reaction in your body to certain foods, particularly foods like processed snacks or desserts that are high in sugar or processed carbs. Many of these foods, especially packaged foods, are actually designed to make you want more and more of them. But here's the key to figuring this out. Don't do it in the moment. Do it ahead of time, because when you're planning and thinking ahead of time, you're using your higher brain. Think about what makes sense for you. What feels like a relief when you think about this question? Should I have a little, or should I just have none at all? And what feels like a struggle? I also want you to be very, very specific and tell yourself that you'll just have a little bit or none at all of whatever that food is for a very specific period of time. And then see how it goes. Now, here's the truth. You could do either, you could have a little bit or you could decide to have none at all, if you have the right thoughts to support it and the right reasons for doing either plan. So let's say that you're leaning towards becoming a moderator, right? The reasons you might want to do that might be that you want to know that you could have anything you want that comes up, but you're still going to have it within your own guidelines. You still need to be awake and aware and making conscious choices. These choices have to be aligned with what you want in the moment, but also what you really want in the big picture. Now, let's say right now, as you're listening to this, you're thinking that it would be easier for you to just have none, right? To just abstain. It feels easier when you think about it. So if that's your choice, that means that you're going to have less questions. Every time an eating opportunity comes up, you don't have to ask, should I? Can I? How much?" how often. It doesn't mean if you make the decision to not have something that you're going to be perfect, but you're going to weigh every decision against your one big decision of a yes or a no. And let's not forget something pretty important, and that is your results. Where do your results factor into these decisions? What do you get when you try to have just a little bit of something? And what do you get when you try to say, all right, it's not worth it for me, I'm just going to have none. When you're trying both approaches, abstaining or moderating, what happens with the right supporting thoughts? Because if you have the right supporting thoughts and you're looking at your thinking and getting all your thoughts in order, then you might need to ask yourself, does this food really mesh well with your body, with your physiology? If you like your reason for choosing to either have none or a little bit, either decision, then when you try it and you get feedback, what happens? How does it feel to you to have just a little and then stop? Are you able to stop? That's a really big question. Or does a little lead to more and more and more? Or does it lead to having this food in tiny little bits, but suddenly you realize that it's more and more and more often, which of course leads to too much overall. So if you're on the weight loss journey, what are your results? Whether you're trying to have a little bit or simply to have none at all, are you able to release any extra weight that you have? Does eating this type of food give you The result that you want, here's where you really need to be honest with yourself. Is this working? Do your thoughts need to be adjusted? If you adjust your thinking and it still doesn't work, can you consider that this might just not work for you, this food? And then what is your next step? What's the next decision you need to make? What's the next commitment you need to make? So where do you see yourself? Which approach that we talked about today makes the most sense for you? And which would you rather try first? I want you to make a decision and make a commitment to that decision and to yourself. No half and half, not a little bit of this and a little bit of that. No decisions on the fly in the moment. For certain foods and certain eating situations, you need to choose and be all in. So decide, what is your commitment? How will you know when it's not working for you or when you just need a better way of thinking about it? I want you to have very specific, honest answers for this question. So you know that I like you guys to take action steps every week. Otherwise, you're listening to me, you're nodding your head, it makes sense, but I want you to see change. So let's talk about what you're going to commit to for this week. I want you to start with a small commitment for a few days. So you're either going to give up eating something or make the commitment to eat that thing in moderation. And I want you to know what moderation means to you. Does it mean three bites of something? Does it mean a half a portion? What does it mean? What does it look like? Define it. What is it? And what's your time frame? How long do you want to make this commitment for? And what's the reason? What is the reason you want to even think about eating just a little in a controlled way or eliminating it from now? See what your thoughts are as you're mulling over this decision. See whether those thoughts create the right feelings, the feelings that will allow you to stick to your plan. And then we will take it from there. All right, my friend, that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about and focus on this week. And you know what action steps you're committing to doing this week. Before you go, I want to remind you to check the show notes to learn about the Freedom Group, and don't forget, especially if you're a new listener, to grab a free downloadable copy of my full-length book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. It's available in hard copy on Amazon, but as my listener, the downloadable version is totally free for you. It will help you see why you've struggled so much in the past, and why all the different things you've tried to get your eating under control have not worked. And to me, that is the first step toward making change, figuring out what's not working. I hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and that habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do, because we both know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.